Hey, I'm Max. And I'm Cade. Hey, Cade, didn't some kids make fun of you the other day at the playground because of your wardrobe? Yeah, I was wearing some pretty disappointing clothing, so uh, in order to step up my style and compete with the kids, I went online to onceuponatea.net. For those of you who don't know, Once Upon a Tea offers you the chance to support artists and their designs on things such as men's and women's apparel, posters, blankets, tote bags, coasters for beer drinkers like myself, and a whole lot more. Every week they offer brand new designs inspired by movies, TV shows, video games, and more. They're giving us the chance to save you 10% while shopping at onceuponatea.net by entering promo code RAGCHU at checkout. That's promo code RAGCHU for 10% off. Support independent artists and, of course, the podcast by shopping at onceuponatea.net. Now, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Rag Chew, and if you are as curious as a kitty cat as I am, make sure to go follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Rag Chew Podcast. I'm Max, and I don't trust atoms. They make up everything. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Hey, I'm Cade, and uh, Barbie and Ken broke up in 2004. But don't worry, kids. Toy maker Mattel announced that they got back together on Valentine's Day in 2011. You're welcome. Oh, thank God. Nice ass Cade, you had me. I was freaking out there, man. I was. <sighs> there was a huge <sighs> panic attack going on. I, you couldn't see it. You couldn't. You, I don't know if you could really fully hear it, but. There was a lot of heavy breathing on my side, and I was I panicking. Yeah, I was nervous and for you, to be honest. I honestly, I'm really glad you said it very quickly, because if not, I was about to run out of this room screaming. So. <laughs> Actually, when I read it, as, as I was reading it, I before I even got to the part where it said they got back together, I was like, dude, I didn't even know they broke <laughs> You were like, oh, okay, all right, great. Yeah, and they, was they it like up. an episode of Barbie Dreamhouse or something that they broke up on? Oh, there? no, not on, Bar- on Barbie Dreamhouse? Yeah, dude. Of all places? Of all places. Oh, what are they subjecting the kids to these days, man? I know. I know. Seriously. All I ever think about when I think of uh, Barbie is, I think it's Toy Story 2. Is it Toy Story 2 where she's like, I'm tour guide Barbie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that's probably my favorite um, iteration of Barbie, I think, you know, yes. was like the Toy Story one. And, yes. uh I, I don't know. I just got a good. I, I get good LOLs out of it. You know what I'm saying? Did you see Toy Story three at all? Uh yeah, I loved it. Uh, it was the closest I think I've ever come to crying watching an animated something. Anything. Okay, well, real talk. Know. I cried. I'll just yeah. fully admit it. I cried. Yeah. Um, just because I was like, oh no. Well, you know what? A spoiler alert. Okay, spoiler alert. It's just sad because they almost get burnt up, but everything's fine. But I just was like, holy crap, no. Now you can skip that spoiler. Anyhow, um, no, it was so sad. It was. <laughs> it was so sad, but like, oh my gosh, I, 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 I teared up. But I will say the Ken iteration or whatever was pretty good. That was pretty funny with Ken. And then, uh, of course, Tour Guide Barbie was back. I just thought that was too funny. Yeah, it was. It was uh, It was good. Yeah I, yeah, I agree with you, man. I was. There was several parts where I was like, dude, there's no way that this is how it ends. You know, I was like, I have, I have no idea. Yeah, they What's uh, your... go go ahead. Tearjerker there. No, I was gonna say real tearjerker there. Yeah. That's all. What's your favorite animated movie? Do you have one? And why is it Shrek? Uh, dude, Shrek is actually really. 
And, you know, I think we talked about this. It may have come up on another episode about um, people working for DreamWorks. I forget which movie they were working on, and if they messed it up, they'd send them to go work on Shrek as punishment. It was like, <laughs> they called it they called it getting Shreked. And I'm trying to... Uh, I'm trying to remember what was the other film uh, that they were working on that I guess was considered a, a more high profile than Shrek, and then what Shrek ended up being awesome. Nah, it was, it was, it was. I I, I can't remember. Um, I'll 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 figure it out at some point. But yeah, it was. If any of the animators like mess something up or or whatever, they would. Uh, yeah, they call it getting Shreked, and then they'd send them to go work on Shrek. <laughs> It ended up being a great movie. But, I was going to say, that was a phenomenal movie, though. Like it, I think at really one point was. it was the highest grossing animated franchise ever. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I liked, I liked it a ton. I still like it to this day. I mean, come on. All-Star by Smash Mouth. I was literally just about to say that. How do you miss All-Star from Smash Mouth? Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. It, I mean, just that by itself. And what are you doing in my swamp, man? Come on. What are you doing um, in my swamp? That was an awful Scottish accent. I apologize. What are you doing in my swamp? That's a better one. That was so much better. I apologize to anyone who is Scottish and listening. Um, you can Shrek me now. You can. You got Shrek. You're going, <laughs> you're going to the. Shrek. You're going to sub rag chew because you just screwed that up. <laughs> That's um. But to answer your question, I guess I I don't. I don't, I don't know. You know, like people are like, what most most times, like, what's your favorite Disney movie? And for me, it's Fox and the Hound. Oh, um, Cade, thank you. It is such an underrated movie. Love that movie, man. Okay, but the grew, beginning grew up on it. So sad. Oh yeah, like well, it's a Disney movie, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody dies. You know, in the first five minutes, the mother's yeah, dead. yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. I remember watching Big Hero Six, and and my wife's like, uh, I think the brother's gonna die, and I was like. Nah, how do you know that? And she's like, because somebody always dies. It's like, <laughs> and then she ended up being right. Spoiler alert. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're um, supposed to say spoiler alert before Cade. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, come on. Listen, I th- there's got to be like a rule with like movies these days on how long you got to wait before. Uh, I think we talked about that. In I was early just about to say that well. we discussed that in a prior episode to where I'm sorry. I think there's a statute of limitations. And at this point, it's expired. If you yep. have not seen that movie. Yep. Agreed. Agreed wholeheartedly, sir. I swear to but, God, if someone um, ever told yeah. me I've never seen Citizen Kane, don't reveal the movie for me, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Like, spoiler alert's gone. Like, the Statue of Limitations expired 70 years ago. Good try, much. though. Well, so I will tell you then I've never seen it, but if you spoil it, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I feel like at some point in my life I'll see it. Rosebud is a sled. You're welcome. Rosebud. <laughs> I'm sure that'll mean more to me whenever I finally yes. see it. <laughs> You watch it it'll explain so much more but right now yeah. you're like uh what yeah, it'll be a revelation <laughs> you're gonna be like wow rosebud was a sled rosebud was a sled but i'm sorry hold on now i have to look up uh what year what year Did citizen, citizen came. came oh it was a long time ago i do know that but uh 1941 so i'm sorry Yikes. if you have not seen that movie it's been too long. I'm sorry. I guarantee yeah. you somewhere there's a spark notes on it if you really want to watch it since it's been out for so long. So you're welcome. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. I'm gonna watch go ahead and watch Casablanca while I'm at it, you know. Have you ever seen Casablanca? Uh no, actually I haven't, <gasps> believe it or okay, not. Okay, I good. I've seen like bits and pieces and they play clips all the time and different stuff and I think you know, they always really uh 
emphasize the the whole like uh, plane uh, leaving in the rain scene quite a bit. Yes, maybe um, not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday. Someday. And then I think Shaking what is it? That not it's not Sean Connery. I think it's Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I was just being stupid. <laughs> Sean yeah. Connery stars in <laughs> Casablanca. Oh no, they're gonna find us. They're gonna find us. Oh, was that so, an awful? Was that no? A I just, I just know. Okay. I just go to Sean Connery. I was like, time. God, please. I'm, I'm getting shrekt again. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> now you're going to Rags you three. Now you're going to Rags you three. <laughs> Sorry, Max. Ooh, it looks like you're gonna get Shrek today. And how do you bring that up at a meeting? How do you like when you're going to go fire them? Is there like a conversation where it's like, so um, listen, your performance has been pretty poor, so unfortunately you're gonna get Shreked. And they're like, I'm I'm sorry, what? Like it's the new guy who just got brought in. I'm getting I'm getting what? You're, you're getting, getting Shrek. Shrek. Um, I'm what? Itch. when oh here it is i found what i found what it is uh when dreamworks punished animators by making them work on shrek uh do do shrek movies given the first three shrek movies have made more than two billion dollars just fyi wait what uh, yeah that's that's crazy how much two billion uh two billion between the first three Shrek. and that's movies. with a b holy crap yeah b b is in bravo uh, <laughs> a billion <laughs> billion so uh here you go uh if you want the whole uh synopsis here um before its 2001 release dreamworks considered shrek a low budget boondoggle <laughs> a project to uh, to which animators were banished once they failed on other projects according to the new book the men uh the men who would be king an almost epic tale of moguls movies and a company called dreamworks so check the book out i suppose um yeah, it was known there. it was known as the gulag one animator told <laughs> <laughs> if you failed on prince of egypt this is what it was if you failed on prince of egypt you were sent to the dungeons to work on shrek <laughs> wait was prince of egypt that movie basically about like joseph and the technicolor dream coat or whatever? yeah i i yeah, i remember seeing the trailer for it I moses remember, or something i don't know maybe yeah I, something like that i want to say uh, and but yeah. Shrek ended up becoming a larger production. Much, so. much, making all that much more money. So I'll look, look at them, man. All these people who they banished to the Gulag uh, made them a lot of money. So they should be saying thank you. They came back from the Gulag and won. So Literally. they were redeployed. So <laughs> Call of Duty joke for anyone wondering. <laughs> for anybody wondering. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, quick video game talk, sir. Have you had an opportunity to play the new Black Ops Cold War beta? I have not. Is I've heard good things, though. What's your yeah, thoughts? Have you played it yet? Yeah, I've played uh, I played just a little bit. Um, it's going on all this weekend. By the time this airs, uh, it'll be over. But, um, yeah, dude, I, I've actually enjoyed it a little bit. That, I'm very interested in that, that time period era anyways. And that's one thing, uh, you know, I like about Call of Duty games is they, they do, and not just them, but Battlefield 2 um, as well, they do a good job of, of bringing back different areas. Eras in Cold or uh, Black Ops, the Black Ops games uh, originally started in Cold War era, but I'm kind of excited about this particular take uh, on it. Um, I The campaign trailer, they showed, you know, an iteration of Ronald Reagan, which uh, looked amazing, by the way. But, um, yeah, very... Uh, 
Very excited. Yeah, man, it's, it's been fun so far. I, I like the gameplay mostly, and I've always been a big fan of, and this is going to sound stupid, but I think I feel like especially for Warzone, for those folks out there who have been Warzone-friendly um, or whatever it may be, that the Black Ops uh, games in Treyarch has been uh, known to do, like, the health bars above the guys. And okay. uh, for, for, for me, I don't know, I like to know because... I have friends all the time who are like, oh, dude, he was one hit, man. He's one hit. And then I go shoot him, and it's like, dude, he was not one hit. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. So now they can't lie because you can literally see their health bars. And it's like, oh, dude, he's one hit. No, dude, he's got half his life left. So, uh, <laughs> like, good try, though. <laughs> yeah, good try trying to get me to go kill myself. I, I, that's happened <laughs> yeah. quite a bit. It's like, yeah, he's one hit, man. I got him one hit. And then I go up there thinking maybe he's just one hit. And it's like, nah, he's still got all his health. So I don't know what happened. But, yeah, so far, so good, I think. Anyways, this is the yeah. moral of the story. I have not touched it yet. I'll be honest, I've been playing super stupid amounts of Among Us. Ah, and nice. And that game is so much fun. I've always enjoyed, com- like, uh, I guess, concepts like that. And uh, for those who don't know, Among Us, it's basically like a... Would I say like a murder mystery kind of game? Yeah, you know what? That is actually a really good way to put it. I, that's the only way I could think how to phrase it is it's like a murder mystery like and picture the movies that you've always seen where it's like everybody's stuck in a house and there's a killer in the house but you don't know who it is right and you have to figure out what it is but you as like a regular um, they call it as a crewmate because you're on a spaceship and um, you have to do different tasks around the ship in order to start the ship back up again but you have two what they call imposters or as Cade said killers who go around and attempt to uh, murder all the crewmates in order to win. So your job as a crewmate is to either kick out both of the killers or the imposters, or to start up the ship again and win the game from there by completing all of your tasks. It's really a fun game. It's really, really fun. And um, it, I, I honestly, I absolutely love that game. I've put so many freaking hours into it recently. And I think it's a lot of fun when you're playing with a bunch of people that you know, and you can kind of yell at each other and fight with each other about who you think it is. And sometimes you vote out the wrong people, and you don't even know. It's just, <laughs> it's really fun, and it gets really bad after a while. Once you started playing multiple games, just because you start getting aggravated with one particular person, and you always suspect that person every single time, and even though it's not them that one round... And, uh, yeah, so you end up kicking out half of your crewmates. Uh, happens consistently with me just because I don't trust people. And uh, this is why I have trust issues, Kate. I, I, I totally understand. I to- <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I haven't got a, a ton of an opportunity uh, to play. I downloaded it from Steam because it was only $5. And, um, and I, I have the mobile version, which is what I've essentially tried to practice on, I guess, because I haven't got a chance to actually play it with any of my friends. And uh, so I'm still kind of learning how to do things, but I love the concept. I think it's a really cool concept and, uh, you know, good for the developer. Um, in general, anyways, they started off, you know, not getting a lot of reception and we're just planning on making, uh, among us two to try and, uh, you know, bring it uh, up to speed a little bit more. But after the first one really has taken off, they canceled the second one and are, uh, basically rewriting the code and, and, and just essentially redoing the first one, uh, to have everything they were going to add to the second one and, and not charging anything additional for it, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, because the community's gotten so big. So, good. I mean, I'm happy for them, good for them, and, and uh, you know, hopefully I get a chance to play some more. Yeah, I've heard, I think the game came out in 2018 or 20... Yeah, it was, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago, and people never really got into it. I think they were saying, like, their average player base was 
maybe like 200 people now and it's well into the millions now yeah i just uh, think that the, maybe the advertising in the in the beginning wasn't as good like i i'd never heard of it until it just blew up i don't even know if it was advertising from what i've heard it just caught wind on steam people start on steam on twitch people started playing it on twitch and then it started getting really popular your bigger players uh on Twitch, uh, started playing it a lot more, and then it started getting really, really popular. Everybody yeah. looked like they enjoyed the game, and now it's like the game, you know, the hot, it's like the Tiger King of video games right now where everyone knows about it, you know? Yeah, there's something to be said about uh, advertising with streamers because there's so many people out there that, uh, you know, watch streamers every single day, and it's crazy, like, how, how, and it's not, I can't necessarily, it, it got big with this current, um, you know, younger generation, but, it has, you know, transcended because I watch, you know, I watch streamers play stuff too. When I want to know how to do certain things, or I'm I'm just interested in a certain game, or uh, I, I like to different people's perspectives, like I go watch it. But advertising with streamers is is uh, there's something to be said for it because when other people, because there's so many people watching these folks see somebody use something or do something a certain way, that's a great way to sell products. So there's. A lot of guys who will be like, uh, yeah, I, I've, you know, I'm sponsored today by XX and X. I'm using this controller from them, or I'm using this joystick from them, or I'm doing this, or I'm playing this game. They sent me this game, or they gave me this DLC for free. Check it out. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, well, they're, they're playing it, and they like it, so now I want it, you know? Yeah. Well, and, I'll uh, say I – so the advertising works on me for – if they're playing a game and I find it interesting, yeah, it agreed. takes me a long amount of time to get used to it. But if someone's playing like, oh, I'm playing with this controller and blah, 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 it never makes me want to buy that controller. Like that, I, I never really care about like the accessories stuff. Right, right. But the stuff that I care about is like, like actually funny, funny thing is um, Crusader Kings 3. I'm a big fan of real-time strategy games. And that one watching gameplay of that got me into it where I was like, wow, this is really interesting. I find this really fun. This looks like a fun concept, you know, and I typically will watch gameplay of something before I buy it to make sure it works, to see what the concept is, if I'm going to like it, that kind of stuff. That's a big reason why I haven't bought this year's Madden as I uh, oh, yeah, typically no. have in the past. This one is supposed to be absolutely God awful and is not improved on anything. Um, so I haven't bought it. And I'll say it's interesting to see the influence of people, I, I think especially in that industry, right, is a lot of times we're more willing to listen to the opinions of other people in that one versus I feel like some other industries, you might just, you're willing to just buy it. I don't know. Video games is very word of mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I'm with you wholeheartedly. And I do the same thing you do. Uh, you know, I, I usually like to go see somebody play it and make sure... That uh, a it's something I'm interested in. Uh, B it's something that works well, um, as opposed to just like oh you know this the trailer looks cool and the story sounds cool and then you pick it up and it's hot garbage. Um, it's it's nice that we live in an era where we can do that. Like you know I remember when I had a PlayStation Two or an Xbox, the original Xbox, and it was like uh, you know we didn't have YouTube at the time or anything like that to go see if it was actually worth a damn. It was just all based off of reviews you know my grandma got me the uh you know the official xbox magazine and i would wait for the reviews to come out in that before i decided if i wanted something or not <laughs> yeah it, it's true i think that's a really interesting point is back in the day we used to pay a lot more attention to reviews you know via i guess publications you know whether i guess it was the early days of the internet reading ign or something along those lines or even yeah, watching man. something like g4 on tv um seeing reviews of that versus nowadays 
we're into watching what people do and then basing our opinion on what we think of the game by literally watching it. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. I, I think you make a good point when you say, I used to go into stores and I would judge how the game, like how, if I wanted to buy the game, by the cover. Like as yeah. weird as that sounds. I would literally no, I'm look with at you, it. I'm with you. I, and it's weird. Kingdom Hearts was that way for me. Um, I remember my brother was the one who actually bought that game. And I'm I, I now I think I've talked about it in a past podcast that was... Um, one of my favorite game series of all time, but I judged that one. We judged that one based on the cover. We looked at it and we were like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. So we ended up picking it up. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one way to do it. I, I agree. I think Blockbuster, though, it was a big part of that, or Hollywood movie or whatever you want to say. Blockbuster, I think, was the big one. Yeah. But where you could go and rent games and try them out before you ever bought them, I think is yeah, another thing. Yeah, that was thing. nice. That was nice. Yeah, you know, you'd pay, what, 3 $4 to rent it for two days, and then, you know, you would know, hopefully, by that point, if it was something you were interested. I remember doing that several times. God, um, I miss Blockbuster. I miss it. Yeah, like, I miss I miss the concept of, you know, your ability. Um, and I think that's probably something that we miss the most these days, especially because most games are... Uh, being consumed in digital format uh, is that that's hard to do now, like uh, to rent something. But, uh, you know, you can rent your movies, obviously, through your cable provider. And and, uh, so much stuff goes on Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that these days um, that, you know, the need for it is not high. But from a video game perspective, I, I miss it a lot because that was you know that was a it was a cheap way to to you know go run through like a you know a game over the weekend or something like that and not have to spend the full you know, at the time fifty dollars sixty dollars now you know and um, and and so on and so forth and you know what's funny is I, I just mentioned to you about everything being consumed in uh, in digital format now uh, you know Xbox seven years ago when they tried to come out with Xbox One originally they said. Um, that that was going to be their primary source was going to be digital format, and they just got raked over the coals for it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. over that, <laughs> they were just a little early, I think, uh, to try to do it. And uh, and then, you know, kind of went back on it after they got such negative um, <laughs> press. And uh, and then over the course of this past generation with Xbox One and, and PS4, it, it gradually really turned into primarily digital format and then now here you have the next generation of consoles coming out with these xbox series x and and s and the playstation 5 uh and playstation 5 there you go offering up a, a purely digital uh console if you decide yeah. that you don't want the cd tray anymore which i mean everything i buy on pc i don't have a cd drive so i don't you know like that's and it goes right back to making sure that you make the right choice on the game that you're buying because when you buy it on digital that's it man there's no taking it back <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll say something like Steam has made it super, super possible. But I'll say I'm a big guy when it comes to video games. I like to have a physical collection when it comes to consoles. So I will always buy the disc drive. And I know that sounds so weird, but I like looking at how many I have. And it makes me feel good. And then also it's kind of nice to see, like, this is the collection I've built up. You know, I love seeing all the PlayStation 2 games that I have. And I love seeing all the PlayStation 1 and um xbox and xbox 360 all this other stuff for to me it's fun and it's nice to have to me it's a collection you know what i mean no i agree with you yeah it's still fun to go look back through some of those old titles that uh, that i haven't seen and i i really like there's certain games i always make sure i buy the physical copy of you know if i'm buying it for console um and halo has always been one of those ones i own every single halo game and i own the physical copy of every single one 
and uh, it's you know just it's nostalgic too to go back and and sometimes it's fun to go look through like if you look on the back of the cover you know it's always got details about everything and little pictures and stuff like that and that was one of my favorite things as a kid was uh, was going through all that stuff. And uh, and looking at it, and sometimes I just sit on the floor in my room and, and read over the games. You know, it's like, well, you could just, you know, I don't know, maybe play it. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 a fun thing to do. I'm with you though, wholeheartedly. Sometimes it's uh it's fun to look and see what you've built up over the years, and and I got to find a fun way to display that. Yeah, I will say I enjoy. <laughs> this sounds so freaking lazy. I enjoy the idea of not having to run out to a store or wait for shipping on yeah, for sure. a video game. I can have it downloaded fully in an hour and ready know? to go. You know, like midnight releases. You know, oh, yeah. that was that was such a big thing, and I think they still do that for really big titles. But uh, now you can have it preloaded two days beforehand, and when the clock strikes twelve oh one, you can just start playing. You know, it's, yeah, it's a uh, it's convenient, which I think is amazing to me. I think that's Agreed. so cool. It's such a Agreed. cool little, I guess, evolution of evolution of technology. Yeah, man. I mean things have come so far it's still it's still honestly kind of wild to think about and to look and see every day but you know that's that's the world we live in and i'm 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 thankful for it truth be told it's just it's i mean it's also dangerous too because i i feel excuse me the door is open for me to just needlessly buy something because it's so easy (laughs) oh yeah nowadays if i see a sale on something and i'm like all right, well, that's not a bad sale. Mm, yeah, I can do that. Okay, all yeah, right, I'll just buy yep, it. Yep. And then I have it downloaded in an hour. I mean, I'm like, there you go, great. And I have an entire game, and then I end only only end up yeah. playing it like ten times. Maybe yeah, at the most. It, it happens. And man. it's gone. That's the one thing that's so frustrating. I forget that I have so many downloaded games. Not so many, but I have so many of them that I end up not even touching it after I've bought it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, it's man. true. And then you end up... You end up jumping back at some point in time to uh, to what you already had. Have you? Uh, <laughs> Do you ever play Goat Simulator? I okay. I never. So I watched all the gameplay on it, so I know what it is, but I never played it. Yeah, I, I never did either. It's on Game Pass, uh, so you can actually down if you have Xbox Game Pass. Uh, yeah, Ultimate it does for Xbox and PC, but you can uh, you can be a goat. I guess I don't. I don't know. That uh, sounds maybe- like a dream. Coming from Maybe. goat yoga to this, goat. sign me up. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. Why would you not? Why would you not? It's just, it's crazy. You can run around as a goat, kill people, and here we are. Why would yeah. you not? Am Why I right? Or what? I, yeah. Am I right or am I right? Am I? <laughs> What's your favorite video game? Is it Goat Simulator or, or and why? <laughs> well, I practice goat yoga in the Goat Simulator. Yes. Oh my God, Goatception, Cade. Yeah, Goatception here. Okay, are you feeling welcome. it? I, I feel it, Goatception. <laughs> goat yoga in a goat simulator. You're, you're in a simulator, inside of a simulator, inside of another simulator. Did you see? Speaking of that, as I said it, I thought of there was an article the other day where some some big brain somewhere um, had conducted like some sort of test over a certain period of time and determine there's a 50% chance that we're living in a simulation. What? Yeah. Uh, it was it was nuts. I want to see if I can... Like uh, the Matrix can... kind of thing? Uh, yeah, something like that, I guess you could say. You know, I saw this. It was actually really funny. The History Channel I watched years ago, a, I guess, documentary or something. It was basically 
about why we're here on Earth or whatever. And um, somebody's theory was that we're basically in a big game of The Sims. And we are somewhat conscious of what we do, but also everything is controlled by something else. And where it's just a massive simulation is exactly what you said. Yeah. And we're all just Sims, like a video, a game of Sims. That's all it is. I believe it. And it, it, it goes back to the whole thought of everything being predetermined, you know, like, uh, it, it the guy said it's a Columbia professor. Uh, he did the math that, so he says there's a 50% chance we're living in a simulation, he argued that at least one of the three propositions must be true. Civilizations, this number one, civilizations usually go extinct before developing the capacity, or I'm sorry, before developing the capability of creating reality simulations. Two, advanced civilizations usually have no interest in creating reality simulations. Or three, we're almost certainly living inside of a computer simulation. <laughs> and, well! Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, he he basically argued. It says uh, that there's essentially a 50, 50 chance that we are indeed living in a simulation, which is very interesting. But there's a whole rabbit hole on what? it. You know, if you want to look it up, just... hold on, hold on though. Isn't there a fifty fifty chance of literally everything though? Yeah, theoretically. Like, isn't there a fifty fifty chance that I'm gonna live or die today? I mean, probably not. But you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like that. Just that sounds. The odds there sound like weird. Does that not? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's just, um, yeah. <laughs> but I would think literally the only answer for that question of are we living a sim- in, a, in a simulation is either yes or no. We're living in a like, simulation. So, <laughs> I don't know. If the 50-50 chance thing is like, uh, yeah, I think everybody's kind of known that. Does it, Does that not make sense to you? Or am I just like crazy here uh, no it's it's i mean if you think about it it's all really just crazy but <laughs> i mean yes i mean i give the guy props big brain plays cool yeah. i'm really glad you're doing tests and cool but also saying well there's there's either a 50 50 chance that we're in a simulation or not duh because the answer is either yes or no what do you think yeah i don't i don't i genuinely don't know because i mean can you really go with a maybe right there can you Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, sure, Max. Uh, if it's a fifty, if it's a fifty-fifty chance, then sure you can go with maybe. Sure, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I think we um, just have one more thing before we wrap this up, Cade. Are you uh, are you excited for October twenty-third? Because I sure am. Yeah, man. I'm feeling frisky about October twenty-third. <laughs> some might even say so. When you beautiful. Um, People listen to this uh, episode airing right now. Um, it will uh, be Monday, the 19th of October, that this will go live. And uh, we will see you Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. Friday night, you'll get to uh, see our wonderful smiling faces, the faces behind the voices. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Cade is the more pretty one, I promise you. I, I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> we got Luke Holmes on the other side here, sir. Yeah. <laughs> No, we, uh, we're going to be doing a, a live stream via Facebook, so check out the Rag Chew uh, Facebook page. Make sure to go like us and follow us over there to make sure to go join in. And we're going to be having a good time recording the next episode so you can kind of get a pre, I guess, a pre-screen. Was that the best way to describe it? A pre-screen sure. um, of the episode. Have some fun. Have some conversation with you guys. You guys can join in on the conversation. And uh, we're excited to bring you on. So that'll be at Facebook, and it'll be at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So Eastern time, um, 
for anyone else where you live, I have no clue what time that is. So, Eastern Standard Time, good luck. We're excited to see you there and uh, join us. But, Kay, do you have a quote to finish us off here, my good sir? Yes, I sure do. Uh, I, I keep finding good ones, and every time I do, I'm like, oh, who said that? And it says either anonymous or unknown. So, uh, just, here's another one, but I thought this it was... This one's by Cade. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I wish I could uh, say that I was smart enough to come up with something like this, but... Um, uh, says the the greatest oak was once a little nut who held its ground. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. I do too. I do too. Very much so. I like that one. Oh, okay. Hey, let's all grow into big old trees here and be happy, right? Let's right. make like a wait. Let's make like a tree and leaf. There we go. I got it. <laughs> leaf out of this podcast. <laughs> Get the leaf out of here. Get the leaf out of here. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us on another episode. We're glad you could join us. And don't forget to check out um, onceuponatea.net and use promo code RAGCHU uh, at checkout for 10% off on any of your cool, unique t-shirts designed every week by independent artists. And you can even get those, like I said before, on shower curtains. You can get it on rugs. You can probably paint it on your face if you wanted to. So um, check that out. And then uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Ragchew Podcast. And um, <clears throat> Mr. Howard Dean, you know what? Take it away. Ah!